Hi everyone, Alex here, your host for the Marketing 101 podcast. Before we start the episode, I just wanted to tell you about the fantastic company 34SP who very kindly sponsor this podcast. They do that because they know that their green website hosting service is almost certainly going to be of interest to listeners just like you. I host all of my websites with 34SP and I do this because they put sustainable and ethical practices first, because they have an awesome customer support based in Manchester and because they are, of course, very competitive on price. So if you are looking to build a new website or coming up to the renewal of your existing website hosting, then be sure to head over to 34sp.com. That's 34s for sugar, p for peter.com. Their basic hosting costs $9.95 a month, which is almost certainly cheaper than whoever you're already using. And if you use the code Alex101, or mention this podcast, then you'll get your first three months for free. So head over to 34sp.com to check out their ethical hosting. I promise you will not be disappointed. Right, on with the podcast. Hello there, my name is Alex Ryan and welcome to Marketing 101, Big Steps for Small Businesses, the podcast and vidcast that takes the overwhelm out of marketing and brings you tips, tricks, actions and ideas to enhance and grow your business on a weekly basis. And yes, you heard correctly, we are a vidcast as well. So if you're on the podcast and you fancy some visuals, head over to YouTube and watch there. Link is in the description. Alternatively, if you're on YouTube and don't have the time to watch the video, subscribe to a podcast instead and you can take us in your pocket, listen on your commute or, uh, you know, put some headphones in as you're cooking dinner, perhaps. So don't forget, grab a pen and paper or start yourself a new task list or document because there's going to be lots of ideas and I think you'll want to write some down. Um, we will be putting up some show notes, of course. We'll probably write a blog on this very same subject very shortly. So do check back to 101blog.co.uk uh, if you want more information. So as you'll know from the title, today we are talking all about content marketing, making a strategy for small businesses, and that will cover the uh, creation and distribution of content for a small business. However, before we start, I just want to very quickly tell you about a servicing that Marketing 101 provide that might interest you. Uh, it's a super affordable online health check package where we'll review your website and all of your social media channels, deliver a full report back to you for just £99 or without the social media website only, it's £49. We're going to highlight any broken links, any typos, grammatical errors. We're going to look at layout issues, let you know about mobile compatibility. We'll give any comments that we have about your menu, your navigation, your content, your style. Uh, what's your brand inference? What do your customers think? What are we getting from your brand when we're on your uh, social media and websites? And then we'll highlight any missed opportunities and anywhere where you're not adhering to best practice. So a really, really useful and super affordable tool for a business just like you. If you'd like some more information um, or you just want to go ahead and book an online health check, then head over to marketing hyphen one oh one .co.uk forward slash services. That's it. Mini advert over. On to the real deal. What is a content strategy? Let's start there. It's pretty simple. It is the creation and distribution of content 
to your network and beyond. And content could be blogs. It could just be memes on Instagram. It could be photos, videos. It could be a podcast like this um, or a video cast like, like this. Um, I pointed at the camera there for those of you on the podcast. Um, what else? It's, it could be how-to guides, checklists, audio books, any kind of downloadable asset. Um, it, it's, it's never-ending what can count as content. And it's all about figuring out what uh, is going to work for you and what can you actually create. For small businesses, you've got to choose something that you can achieve in the time you have. Um, and you're going to be doing it yourself. So you've got to choose a method of delivery that interests you. If you've always wanted to get on a mic, try a podcast. If you like the idea of keeping a diary um, or you, you've, you enjoy writing, then obviously the blog is the route for you. So what's the purpose of, of a content strategy? What, what can the content actually do for you? So quickly, a couple of extras just for B2B. You can attract leads. Um, perhaps they'll read your content and then they literally get in contact. That's a great way. Inbound marketing. We like that. Less effort for you. Um, also, it will put your name in front of potential customers um, to kind of soften any first approach that you're, you're doing. So um, you know what it's like if, if you get a call and it's so, so-and-so from so-and-so and you've never heard of so-and-so or so-and-so, then you're not going to be very interested. You might even hang up, try and get rid. But if you at least recognize the business name, maybe you're going to give them a little bit more time of day. And that's the idea here is get that content in front of them, get them knowing who you are and make that first approach a little more softer, hopefully a little bit more successful. And then use it alongside your first approach. Uh, So you could actually use this content to send with your first approach or a second approach, a follow-up, if it's appropriate to that customer. So if you've got a great piece of content that you wrote a year ago or a week ago or a month ago, you can dig that out. You can send it to the customer alongside your, your introduction email just to show them that you know what you're talking about and that you can be of use to them. So other benefits, and this is for B2B and B2C, and uh, just very quickly, I don't want to sound patronizing, but in case you don't know, B2B, business to business, you're you're selling from your business to another business, and B2C, business to consumer. So that's where you're selling directly to the end user, the person who's going to buy and use your product. So other benefits for content marketing, again, attract leads, build an audience. So it's great to become an authority as well as a seller. Um, you can use content to engage or re-engage existing customers who maybe have bought from you before that's your lowest hanging fruit if they've bought from you before and they've had a great time then they're going to buy from you again they're your your best opportunity get some content in front of them start re-engaging them Uh, it gives you a reason to post on social so you're not just digging around trying to find something to say to put your business you're you you know back on social get in front of the audience again you've got a reason you've written some great content it shows effort and a genuine interest in your trade and that's really important i think you're not just selling you're not just taking advantage of the industry that you're in you're an active part of it you're it's you're part of the community you have an opinion on your trade or your industry you have you have um ideas you've got a perspective that you want to share and now you're part of it shows that effort and people love that uh, you can monetize it. Now, this is a really, a really, really interesting one. Content can all be monetized. That could be through advertising on your blog, getting sponsors or affiliates for your podcast. Um, there's a thing called a Patreon where it's almost like crowd funding for for whatever you're doing where you can set up an account and just say you pay me um if you like this podcast go to my patreon and give me a fiver you can say that um or of course with downloadable content it's gated you can just charge people in order to download that content but we're not covering 
monetization today. Um, that's just to let you know that it's possible. It can become a revenue for you. But today we're going to be covering the creation of content and sharing it for free. Um, the last great benefit of creating this content is that you have shareable assets and uh, and reusable shareable assets. A blog isn't something you want to write and then just post once. You want to be able to refer to it whenever you need to. So maybe you're just going to post it once a month, remind people about it. Maybe you're going to open up a new social media platform and you're going to post the historical content to that platform. It gives you assets that you own, you've created. They work for your business and you can use them as many times as you like. So those are the key benefits to having a content strategy. I'm a huge advocate of content marketing, especially for small businesses. But I'm very aware it can be overwhelming content creation, content strategy. They're these big phrases. And I think it feels like it's going to be a lot of work. And as you know, the purpose of marketing one is to take away that overwhelm. And I can tell you, you can do a content strategy or a a content campaign quickly low effort uh, and and it can be enjoyable it can be really enjoyable so we're going to tell you how to do that today I'm going to use blogging as an example it's really really accessible anyone can blog um, and they're, they're really useful it's a real traditional form of content marketing so We're going to use that as an example. We may dig into some of the other methods of of content creation in other podcasts or blogs, but we're going to focus on that one today. And most of the lessons here can be taken across all those other uh, methods of content delivery. So blogging is easy and it's valuable. You can write, you can type and you will learn along the way as well. That's what I've discovered is that you choose a subject you want to blog about. You want to write a good blog. You know, you're going to learn. You're going to find out about new areas of your subject, your industry, your trade uh, that you weren't aware of. But it's also great for SEO. SEO being search engine optimization, how well you're performing on Google. You get blogging. You're putting new content onto your website hopefully on a weekly basis. That's what I think you should be doing once a week. And Google loves that. It loves seeing an expert posting about their subject on a regular basis. And it's going to reward you for that in the rankings of Google. So if you don't have a blog on your site, then just add one. Most um, kind of uh, you know website build programs, whether it's WordPress, Wix, Squarespace, they will have a way, a plug-in, a very simple way of you setting up a blog. So go and do it. If you don't have a website at all, uh, then... I mean, first of all, consider going to the Marketing 101 website uh, and checking out our online setup package where we'll make a, a, a website and a social media presence for you in a couple of weeks. Or alternatively, you could just set up a blog only website uh, via somewhere like WordPress. That's a, a, another great option. Just have a blog. You don't need a website. As I said, I think you should be posting about one blog per week but don't think of it like a diary uh, that's kind of where blogging started i guess and where it became well known was this this kind of diary style um output but don't really think of it of that anymore think of it more like um like a kind of magazine article these days it's just a topic that you want to write about and and share it doesn't have to be uh chronological timely is good but chronological is not important Blogs do not have to be essays. This is where the overwhelm, a lot of it, I think, comes from anyway, is people think that blogs have to be huge, huge, huge amounts of writing. Um, But they don't. And think about the kind of things that you read or a magazine article that you're interested in. A couple of paragraphs. So I'd say a minimum of two paragraphs and maybe some photos or a list or another element. And we'll come to the other elements in a minute. But if you can write two paragraphs, 
you've basically got a blog. People enjoy it. A quick read, two, three minute read. That's a great starting point. So hopefully that's just diminished the overwhelm of writing a single blog for you. But doing it weekly could still feel a little bit difficult. Well, consider working up front. I always recommend dedicating a few hours to working a couple of months ahead. And that's all it's going to take. If you can dedicate a few hours or or a Sunday morning to it, um, then you could get a month, maybe even two months content written and ready to post. And then you can forget about it for that next couple of months. Another part of the overwhelm is not knowing what to write about. And there's two things that we can do here. The real starting point is to discover the different types of blogs. The work's already done for you. Just head to Google and have a look. There's going to be lists and lists of blog types. And those lists are going to be things like a top five blog, review a product in a blog, a list blog, You've got photo stories, uh, celebrate customers. You can do case studies, testimonials, tutorials, how to. Um, you could do industry news, do your, your take on it, become a journalist for the day. You can do checklists. You can profile your team and loads more. I've seen articles called 100 great types of blog posts before. Just head to Google, have a look. All the ideas are going to be there. And then you're going to come to the hardest part. And this is the hardest part. I'm not saying that everything here is easy. We've got to work for this. It's going to pay off. But you've got to get over the hurdle of the title. What are you actually going to write about? And here, if you're going to do it on a weekly basis, you've got to think a little bit wider than just what you're selling. In fact, what you're selling can often be a a byproduct. You know, Um, it can sit in there natively. and, And if it fits, then talk about it. But talking about your industry or your your business rather than what you're selling or your situation or or the way in which you work or the people you work with those are going to be way more interesting reads than what you're selling uh, and and also it just feels more it's called native it's, it's going to feel more organic they're reading an article that interests them yes it's written by your business yes it takes them back to your business but you're not selling you're not throwing your product in their face so that's why the hardest part is the, the topic or the title. So one idea for ongoing creation of, of titles and topics is just to keep a task list on your phone. This is what we do at Marketing 101. You know, you're listening to our content strategy now or part of it. We podcast, we blog. Um, and every time you come across something in your working week uh, that could be blog worthy, just make a little note on your phone uh, and you'll start to build this list of, of ideas and, and options. And you'll probably come up with three, four a week. You, you'll be really surprised at how often it, you come across something which it clicks in the back of your head. Oh, yes, I could write about this. I could do a blog about this. So that's kind of an ongoing tip. But up front, we want to get you working on content. So you've got to just dedicate some time to writing titles. There's, there's no other way around it. You've got to get that hard bit out the way. Now, I like to use the example of a photographer when I'm doing these podcasts um, as, as a small business. So for a photographer and going through some of those blog types that I've listed already, eight titles that I wrote in the space of a minute, a minute and a half. So for a list blog, what I pack for a photo shoot. For a top five, my top five outdoor landscapes in East Sussex. For a review a product kind of blog, a review of my new fisheye lens. Celebrating customers, you could do highlights from a wedding that you've um, photographed recently uh, with, of course, Mr. and Mrs.'s permission. Industry news, uh, you could talk about how social distancing affects photography at events. For a how-to guide, 
you could write about how to deal with light at sunset. Profile your team. You haven't got a team. You're a sole trader. So write an article about how you got into photography. For a photo story blog, 10 photos that prove animals are better than humans. So those are examples of taking the style of blog. So I want to write a top five. Use that as your inspiration. Apply it to your own business. I'm going to do a top five list of the outdoor landscapes in East Sussex. And then you just got to get down and start writing. Now that lends itself fantastically, that top five. Intro paragraph and then start posting the five photos you've taken with a small description of why you love each one, where they are. There you go. You've got a blog. Thanks for reading at the end. Post it. Start sharing. So remember, it doesn't have to be an essay. As long as you've got a couple of meaningful paragraphs um, and then add something slightly different, uh, such as, you know, photography, video, video, maybe it's a map, then people are going to enjoy consuming it. It doesn't need to be huge. Don't forget about SEO once you've written your blog. You want to give it the best chance um, of appearing and ranking well on Google. We're not going to go into it now, but there are things you should be doing to your blog just after a couple of really easy tweaks, very achievable to to give it that best chance. Um, If you head over to 101blog.co.uk, you'll find a blog called Easy SEO Tips that you can do today. Go to that article and apply those tips to your blog and you'll be on the right track. So hopefully that has removed a little bit of the overwhelm of blogging for you. You've got the uh, technique for choosing a style of blog and that hopefully will lead on to the title or the topic that you're going to write a blog about. You know that it doesn't have to be huge and in my head I think you can probably get about two months blogging done in just a few hours if you get prepared and get focused. That was eight blog titles that we just went through for that photographer. Work on the content Give it a morning and you've got content for a couple of months. I will talk about all the other types of content in other podcasts and blogs. But for now, we've got your blogging. Let's move on to sharing it. Um, And the following applies to all types of content. So the creation, we'll talk about another day with with, um, podcasts and YouTube series and downloadable assets. But the sharing... This is what applies. So social media is your place for sharing your content um, other than your website, of course, your your blogs there and um, make sure that you link internally to your blog from other areas of your website. So if you've written something about uh, one of your services, then go to that services page where you've described that service, such as wedding photography. And at the bottom now, add a quick line that said, if you'd like to read um, our highlights from Mr. and Mrs., smith's uh wedding blog click here link through so that's always a good one every time you finish a blog can you link to it anywhere on your site just help you build up the traffic on it um so twitter and facebook are going to be the best place for the sharing of your content um and for b2b listeners add linkedin too in fact linkedin is probably the most important for you Um, and we're just going to break down quickly how to share to each of those platforms so twitter It's a news feed. That's what it's there for. People want snappy titles and then maybe they'll click out to your content. So just post the headline or the title of your blog and then a link to the blog, of course. Very, very important. And post it from your company profile. You should have a company profile on Twitter and then use a few appropriate hashtags. Don't go crazy if you can put the hashtag into the title. So, um, you know, my favorite East Sussex photography spots 
put a hashtag in front of photography, put a hashtag in front of East Sussex, make it one word, um, but don't overuse the hashtags. Um, you can share your blog up to three times this way on Twitter, I think, in the first week. It's it's very it's very fast food, Twitter, right? It, it, it's there and then it's gone. So you can post a few times in the first week. I would then share it once a week for the next month. And then after that, you can probably share it monthly on Twitter. Twitter's a great one for kind of turning over that uh, that content, resharing that content. On Facebook, post the headline and a little teaser of the comment. People spend a little bit more time reading on on Facebook. So, um, so get a little teaser, maybe just a small description. And of course, the link to the blog and post it to your business page. Again, you should always post to your business page first every single time and then only really share it once a month to your Facebook because you've got an audience, you don't want to bug them and you're putting quite a big article in front of their face. So just once on on Facebook, uh, but then you could reshare it to your personal account if you're comfortable with that as well. Get it in front of your friends. Small business owners are fine doing that. You know, if you work for McDonald's or Apple and you're always resharing their content, you're going to annoy your family, your friends. But small business owners, your friends, your family are behind you. They want to know what you're doing. So you can share these things to your personal account as well. Don't overdo it, but you can do it. And then, as mentioned, LinkedIn is vital for B2B. So, again, share the uh, blog onto your company page via your company page, even if you've got low or no followers. Um, just a teaser will do. You, you'll have the image underneath with the blog title. So that's fine. And then you need to share the company post to your personal network. Um, and add a bit of a personal message. So, um, you know, really enjoyed writing this blog or really proud of this project and then share the company post. And what that's going to do is it's going to engage your network, your personal network, which is still a business network. LinkedIn is a professional networking uh, social media platform, but it's going to expose that network to your business. Only repost on LinkedIn once every few months and try to find a reason to share it again. Um, you know, I, I just saw this, which reminded me of a blog I once wrote or I've just spotted this in the press. You might find this blog useful if you're encountering this problem. Do you see what I mean? Find a reason to repost your content and that's fine. But be very, very careful with spamming people on LinkedIn. It's a professional network. You don't get as many chances as, as you do on Facebook and uh, Twitter. The other important thing with LinkedIn is to follow up. So make sure once you have posted these uh, to look at the comments and the engagements on both your post and the, the company post and just see who's doing it. Are they on your lead list? Are they on your kind of radar as someone that you might be needing to work with? Because if so, they're a bit more ripe now for contacting. They've just engaged with you. But to be honest, even if someone that you're kind of keeping an eye on doesn't engage with your post, they still will see it. It will They'll scroll past it on their feed. Um, and as, if you're posting weekly, as I recommend, they're going to see you posting on a weekly basis. You know, they're part of your network. And if they weren't aware of you before, then they definitely are now. And they're probably starting to gather an impression of you as an authority, an active participant in that industry so even then you're going to soften that first um, approach a little bit so that's why LinkedIn is great for this and by the way with all these all these social media platforms I mentioned it earlier but there's nothing wrong with asking friends and family to share the posts that you've you've created where you've spent time creating this content you want to get a bit of traction just reach out text your friends and family pop them a little message and just say would you mind sharing that give me a bit of a, a leg up on LinkedIn so definitely consider that and then uh, the last thing that I'm going to 
talk about is a scheduling tool. So I would encourage you to consider that, um, especially for Twitter, where you're going to want to post three times in a week, then once a week, then once a month. A scheduling tool can do that for you. You just set it up, say how often, put your dates in, put the content in and the the copy that you want to share with it. And that will get it all scheduled and it will just tick away in the background, making your Twitter feed look nice and busy. You can do it for um, the other platforms as well, um, but Twitter's where it will really work for you. And if you're only doing it for Twitter as well, or, or I think it's one or two social media platforms, then um, Hootsuite, that's H-O-O-T, like an owl, Hootsuite, S-U-I-T-E. One word, Hootsuite is a great place to go and start. It's one of the best known scheduling tools out there. And I think for one or two accounts, it's free. That's what I'd be uh, considering there. So that's it. Hopefully now you have a full understanding of how to create some simple content and share it. Those two things combined, that's a content strategy. That is a content marketing campaign right there. And you now know how to do it. Um, If you do want to learn more, you can reach out to us on social or you can head to the Marketing uh, 101 website where there's a a, a contact form. Um, As I mentioned before, if you don't have a website and social media, or maybe you do, but it's time for a rebrand or a bit of a freshening up, then Marketing 101 do have an online setup package uh, that you can get you up and running new website social media or rebranding plus the branding as well in the space of just two weeks so head over to the website uh, to have a look at that again it's marketing-101.co.uk it'll be on the services page thank you so much for hanging out with me today it's always a pleasure i hope you found it useful if you couldn't take notes then don't forget to keep an eye on the 101 blog Uh, that's 101blog.co.uk Um, I'm sure I'll blog about this very, very shortly. Um, And then on the rest of the blog, more tips, tricks and how-to guides and that kind of stuff there. If you want to ask me questions directly, you can tweet me at AlexRyanUK. And if you'd like to join Marketing 101 on our social media channels, which I'd thoroughly advise, uh, our Instagram has a daily tip for small businesses every day. A little tip goes up, just one thing to go and do or think about or check so you can find our link tree in the episode notes so if you click on the link tree it will show you all of our social media please subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already so you can get a notification of the next one thank you very much for dropping by have a great week see you on the next episode
thank you all so much for listening. I hope you found it useful. Don't forget to check out our lovely sponsor, 34SP, and their ethical web hosting, if you haven't already. Just head on over to 34SP.com and use the code ALEX101 at checkout to get your first three months website hosting completely free. That's ALEX101, or 101 if you're typing it. The customer support's amazing. They're ready to help you transition smoothly to what I totally believe will be your hosting partner for life. 34SP.com. We'll see you next episode.